أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبح اسم ربك العالى الذي خلق فسواه والذي قدر فحذاه والذي يخرج المرعاه فجعله خثاء يحواه سنكريك الى فلا تنسى الا ما شاء الله انه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن تعتي ذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنب حالشق الذي يسلى النار القبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد عفلح من تزكى ودكر اسم ربي فصلى بل توثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف العولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله السمد لم يلد ولم يلد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد صدق الله العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم And now we're familiar with this understanding of the path that it is about the clarifying of one's intent. We know that all our actions are judged by their intention and that our lifetime can actually be seen to be a journey of clarifying our intent. And in that process we are basically struggling with two poles, two possible possibilities. We can either deal with the world that is presented to us on the basis of what we want, what we want to get, what we want to take, or we can deal with the world on the basis of what we can contribute, how we can help, what we can put in. We've already said that when you deal with the world on the basis of what you want to take, you basically create a life of stagnation. You might have outward change, but inwardly you get stuck. And it's a very simple rule that if you deal with the world on the basis of what you want, the world has power over you. So, you are defined by the situation you're in. Whereas every time you shift your intent and consider what it is that you can contribute You are acting for something that is bigger than yourself and two things happen. You change 
you transcend the situation that's in front of you and the world around you changes. And the key thing that changes is your intent. That you step by step, incrementally clean up your intent, clear it up. That you are more and more able to discern that your best interests are actually best left in Allah's care. Because when you act on the basis of what you want, you're acting in your own interests. You're trying to guarantee your best uh, auspices, your good fortune. Whereas if you act on the basis of what you can put in, you are basically leaving your good fortune to Allah. You say to him, I trust that you will give me of the best. I do what you require of me in the situation. <clears throat> now, I do think that this way of looking at our path uh, and our journey as human beings is useful and is, um, it has its advantages because it simplifies the matter. It has certain disadvantages. And the main disadvantage is that we seek to become sort of self-consciously pious. And so I see people struggling with this idea of giving and what I should be giving in the situation. And we they're all trying to be such good people. <coughs> you, I have said before that the issue isn't that you should aspire to be a bad person. But the problem is with wanting to be a good person, very quickly becomes something sort of quite self-important and actually quite distasteful. I see it with people who struggle with this matter, particularly in matters that are close, like um, dealing with conflict with kinspeople and so on, where family members don't behave as I think they should behave. There are so people around me don't behave as I think they should behave. And then I, I put myself in the position of thinking that it's my job to set them right. And then you start taking on an awfully pompous and self-important and pious sort of attitude, which uh, that really defeats the purpose. You sense it defeats the purpose because nothing changes. you get a sense that things get stuck. My wife, uh, in this, this week, told me something really intriguing, which I think is a bit of a key out of this conundrum. And it was, came from a completely different context. It was in the, from the world of the professional coaching that she does. She works in a discipline called Agile. And she was telling me the story where she was um, attending a, a program 
were turning an agile workshop one day. And um, uh, she could see that the, the facilitator was sort of losing this group. And this particular piece of process was not going well. It was going south. It was looking like it was going to fail. And she had some sort of empathy for this man because, I mean, clearly he was trying his best, but this wasn't working. And she said at some point, she could see him visibly take a step back, take a deep breath, and say to himself, not anybody in the group, say to himself, so what is it that wants to happen here? So what is it that wants to happen here? Now, I'd like to suggest to you that the thing that we're sort of trying to work with, which is the, the what do I contribute, is very nicely invited by this phrase, so what is it that wants to happen here? Because you see, the first thing it does, it actually removes you from the picture. Well, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? But there's, a, there's, a, there's a, every situation that you're in has, has a natural sort of pressure at wanting to go somewhere. And in a sense, your job is just to take away, just do a, a small catalytic thing for the... For, the, for, for, for it to unfold. We don't do any unfolding and we don't do any fixing. We, we allow the... We, we, it is almost like a metaphor for this is farming. Farmers don't grow trees. A farmer who thinks he grows a, grows a tree is a mad person. Trees grow. <coughs> what does the farmer do? The farmer takes things out of the tree's way. He facilitates. So in other words, the, 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 the big thing is not what the farmer does. The big thing is what the tree does. The significant thing is not what the farmer does. The significant thing is what the tree does. And so it is with all things. View your life like that. You don't have to go and fix anything. At best, you, you, you facilitate what is wanting to happen. Take, remove yourself out of the picture. The fixer of things. The, the judge. Hmm. Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the universe to work. He's made your life to work. Your life is a bias to working. It has not got a bias to dysfunction. If your life had a bias to dysfunction, it's inconceivable you could be alive. And insofar as it's got a bias to functioning, your job at best is the catalyst and the facilitator. It's a getting out of the way piece of work more than a doing work. You know, how often don't you see people who are very, very pious, very well-meaning, but there's so much of them in their good action that the good action starts to become a curse, becomes burdensome. Sometimes the most 
good people are impossible to live with. Because they, they're so conscious of the fact that they're good. Life works because there's a code inside it. We don't have to make things. We have to allow things to unfold. If you respond to the invitation to consider what needs to happen, what's wanting to happen in a situation, the first implication of that is that you are making what, how you see far more important than what you do. In our culture, we, cons- we, need to, we want to do lots of things. We want to fix, fix, fix. Be out there. Do, do, do. And as a result, we're clumsy. We don't do accurate things. We overdo. This issue of doing what is required of you is presumes that you see what is required of you, which is a not doing thing. It's a stepping back from. It is asking yourself the question, so what wants to happen here? What can I facilitate to happen? All things around you want to resolve. They want to become whole. They want to reach their flowering and fruition. Mm. Everything around you has a code within it. And that code is the code for its realization. A tree, or the seed that turns into a tree, lies dormant in the soil until the conditions are right. And then it wants to happen. If the tree were to be conscious, it would have to make a very simple decision. In fact, it would be hardly a decision at all. When the conditions are right, when the soil is damp enough, you push towards sunlight and you push away from gravity. That's it. And then the tree happens. Every moment, the tree is not trying to become a tree. The tree is pushing away from gravity and is pushing towards sunlight as soon as the conditions are right. That's what's required of you. In the world around you, what what wants to happen here? What is the pushing away from gravity and the pushing towards sunlight that you have to do in the moment that you're in? And you will see if the tree was conscious, if it could at some point step out of itself and it'll say, it's stupendous, look at what I've become. This is an amazing thing. How did this amazing thing happen? Well, not because the tree worked it out. The plan, the code for the tree is already inside the tree. All that the tree ever did was push against gravity 
and push towards sunlight. Pushing against gravity is pushing against the worst in your own nature. Pushing towards sunlight is rising to the highest in your nature, in every situation. What wants to happen here? What am I going to push? What am I going to raise? And you will see stupendous things. You see, if you make yourself the fixer-upper of the world around you, you are then saying that you are the planner. I can fix this thing. We fix nothing. We're actually, we're here to see that he is the fixer. In fact, it's even more profound than that. We're not just here to see that he's the fixer, but we're here to see that fixedness is the nature of things. Allah grant us nearness to him. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>